morning we are celebrating resurrection. We're celebrating that Jesus was brought back to life. And the reason we celebrate that is because it opens the door for every one of us to join Him. That was the intention, that every one of us would be raised up with Him. But this morning, I want to share something with you. It was a process. There were three days involved, and it is a process for us. If we want to be joined, if we want to be a part of that resurrection, we've got to be a part of the other two days as well. And so I want to start off there this morning, because if you try to just jump to the resurrection, you miss the resurrection. There are many people today who try to promote that, that you can just be raised up with Him uh, if you try to be a good person or if you just, you know, say the right thing or, or, or just, you know, have an intellectual uh, assent that, you know, He was raised or whatever it was. But there's a process because you see on this day that we celebrate what happened is that uh, the Father raised Jesus up through the power of the Spirit. And in order for that to happen, what Jesus had to do is, Jesus had to put Himself in the place where only the Father could do that. And He asked the same thing of us, that we would trust Him enough to put ourselves in the place that only God could raise us up. And if God doesn't raise us up, we have no hope. But if we try to take things into our own hands and we try to put our hopes in other places, then the Father is not going to raise us up because we never put ourselves in that place. Because He does give us the choice. He gives us the choice to receive Him or reject Him. And when we receive Him, it means that we trust Him and we put our hope in Him. So this morning, I want to talk about what that looks like. And it's the very same process that Jesus walked through. And the place I want to go to for this is Romans chapter 6. Now this is not in the Gospels, uh, but this speaks about the Gospel message, which is Jesus died for us and was raised to new life. Romans 6, we're just going to look at uh, verses 3 through 5. But in these three verses, we are going to have described for us essentially the three days that Jesus went through. Jesus died on a Friday. Jesus remained in the grave on a Saturday. And it was on Sunday morning that He was raised to new life. So in Romans chapter 6, Beginning in verse 3, it says this, Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined Him in His death? And I want to read the first sentence out of that next verse. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. In order for us to join in the victory that we celebrate this morning, there first has to come a death. 
Now, whether you want it or not, you will face death. You know, I find that's one of those things that we don't want to think about. Um, we get up in the morning and we want to think about what's going on that day. We want to think about whatever our pursuits are. We want to think about whatever might bring us pleasure that day and, and so on. And what can happen is we can just go at one day to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, just repeating that pattern. But what I want to share with you this morning is that even though you have the opportunity to be raised from the dead, you first need to know you will face death. You will face death. You know, I've been here uh, in a couple months. I will celebrate 20 years that I've been uh, preaching in this church. And in those 20 years, i got to tell you, the faces I'm looking at look very different. And a good number of the faces that I was looking at when I first came here 20 years ago... They're gone. They have passed on. They are no longer with us. Now, hopefully, they trusted in the Lord and they are now been they they are now with him. But you need to know this. You are going to be there. And just because you don't think about it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You ever told yourself, "Just don't think about it. Just don't think about it." Well, that doesn't work when it comes to death. You are going to die. And for some of you, you may live a long life. For some of you, it may come to a sudden end that you did not see coming. Because for some of the people I've lost, it was that long, drawn-out thing, and you saw it coming. But for some of the people I've lost, it came suddenly, and I still wake up, and I'm like, I can't believe it. I cannot believe they are gone. But they're gone. You are going to face death. Now here's what I want to share with you. If you will choose on your own before that day comes to die to yourself, then God will raise you from the grave. But you must make that choice first. You see, we wouldn't have anything to celebrate as far as a resurrection if Jesus didn't first say, I'm willing to lay my life down. Now, I also want you to know that this, if you read through the Gospels of Jesus laying down, laying down his life, it was a struggle. He was like, God, Father, if you can take this away from me, do it. But if not, your will be done. So I want you to know that because it is a struggle. Uh, it, it, it's not, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go against the grain inside of you because you want to make your own decisions. You want to make your own path in this life. You want to be the one that makes the choices. And it goes against your flesh to lay it down and say, okay God, I completely trust you. I now give my life over to you. It doesn't come easy. I, I want you to know that because if you don't know that and you're struggling, you may think that, well, I, I just can't do this. You can do it because every person who has ever done it has gone through that very thing to lay down your life. Now, the other thing we're going to get to, though, is, is that not only did Jesus lay his life down on a Friday, but he remained dead on a Saturday. He wasn't immediately brought up. And that's where we get to the next verse here that I want to share with you. The next part of verse 4 says this, And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Here's the other part you need to know. 
You're not going to give yourself over to the Lord and then suddenly be raised to new life and receive a new body that day. I guess it could happen if you passed away that day but, or if Jesus came back that day, but that's not what's going to happen. But what God is going to give you is a new life. But in giving you that new life, you know where you're going to remain? Right here. Right here. And when you go and you look at the account of Jesus, there was this Saturday where He remained in the grave and it looked like darkness had won. Do you ever feel like walking through this life that darkness has won? Even if you've given your life over to Jesus, do you sometimes feel like darkness is winning? Because right now, if you've given your life to Jesus, you haven't received your full inheritance. Because your full inheritance is that you will receive a new body just like Jesus did. But until that time comes, we are left here. And right now, we are living in a world that is still cursed, okay? We have not fully received, the earth has not fully received its inheritance either. And we are left in a place of struggle. Now, I want to go back and I want us to think for a minute, what must have been going through the mind of the first disciples who had walked with Jesus? Now, I want to tell you this, here's what should have been going through their mind. Jesus had told them numerous times, this is exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to go to Jerusalem, they're going to crucify me, and on the third day I'm going to be raised to new life. They should have been thinking, here it is. Tomorrow, He's going to be raised, and it's going to be good. They weren't thinking that. You know why? They didn't listen. If you read the accounts, you're like, what? He says it over and over. How do they not get it? Well, you know what? You and I are no different. We do it all the time. When we get our mind on something, we don't hear anything else. You know what their mind was on? Their mind was on, he is going to be a political leader. He's going to become this king here on earth. And we are going to march around and get to sit you know, next to his throne. And, and we're going to be these great people. And so when he was laying in the grave, they're like, ah, it's all over with. We're done. They didn't hear what he was saying. We do the same thing. We do the same thing with people around us. Uh, every one of us do this, and if you've never seen it in yourself, you're doing it, okay? But if you've never seen it in yourself, you've probably seen it in others. We get the idea that somebody is a really good person. We get the idea. So, you know, there's somebody that we really like. And because we view them as a really good person and we really like them, you know what? When they do dumb things, we don't even see it. People around us are like, do, do you not see what's happening here? And you're like, what? Well, I'm sure they had a good reason. Well, that's not their fault. That's my baby. What you talking about? <laughs> they don't see it. Same thing, though. You know what? We get in our head that, you know, somebody's bad. Well, that's a bad person. Well, they did something really bad to me once. No matter what they do from that point on, you're like, they're bad. You, you can't see what's happening. When we get fixed on something, we don't see what's happening. So here's what happens to us in this life. We get focused 
on things in this life and we forget about the resurrection that's coming to us. We're not focused on it. Why? Because you wanted a new vehicle and you didn't get it. You wanted, you know, some relationship or something and you didn't get You wanted a different job and you're still stuck in this old one. God just doesn't love you and God's not there. Are you kidding me? You have the greatest victory ever. Get your eyes on where God wants your eyes. But you know what? We do the same thing also that those uh, first disciples did. Um, we start looking for uh, solutions in the here and now. But one of the things that Jesus said to them, my kingdom is not of this world. His kingdom is not of this world. If you are looking for everything to be fulfilled in this world, you are going to be sorely let down. And not only are you going to be sorely let down, you are going to be constantly confused just like the disciples were. Because again, they thought that Jesus was going to be a political leader that was going to make everything great in the here and the now, but that was not the case. But you know what? I've been tempted by the same thing. I was thinking recently as I was going through this that it wasn't but just a few years ago when, uh, especially here in our nation and even around the world, but especially in our nation, we were just seeing this turmoil of all kinds of stuff just, just going on. And I can remember uh, myself being like, God, what is going on? Why are you allowing all of these things to happen? And I really started to doubt his goodness. And because of that, I really wanted to, to take control. And so I didn't know it at the time, but looking back, what I see that was happening is that the enemy was tempting me to um, put my hope in a political ideology, a political ideology that says essentially that if I go along with this and I join this group and this and this and this happens, then it's going to make everything better and my life's going to be better. But what I discovered was is that just like the disciples, they were you know, following Jesus, they were walking with Him, but they weren't receiving all of the blessings because they had their minds on a political ideology and they didn't get what was going on. And they missed it. And it was one of the things that the Lord showed me. He showed me that if I don't put my hope in Jesus, guess what? I don't receive the blessings. I end up like the disciples on a Saturday where they're going, what has happened? And you know what they were ready to do? They were ready to go back to their old lives. They thought it was over. And we, we get into that place. And so I'm sharing this with you because some of you, you, you've laid down your life for the Lord. You've laid down your life for the Lord, but right now you're, on, you're in Saturday. You're in Saturday. You haven't been raised back up yet. You're waiting. Sunday's coming, right? We hear that. But as Sunday's coming and you're in the middle of Saturday, you're getting distracted and you're getting discouraged and the enemy is tempting you to put your eyes on something else. And if your eyes go to something else and you put your hope in something else, then guess what? Your hope is no longer going to be in Sunday when Jesus is raised from the grave. Jesus was raised so that you could be raised. But it requires a couple things. It requires 
laying your life down, dying to yourself, okay? Uh, if you uh, just get dunked and you're not really laying your life down, it doesn't do you any good. It's laying your life down. But then it's not just laying your life down one time. It's every day getting up and saying, okay, God, my hope is still in you. I'm going to wait upon you. Because what if they didn't? What if on Saturday they didn't wait? God is going to put you in similar situations where you don't get what's going on. Even though in His Word He's laid it out, in your life you're going to be like, what is going on? And you're going to get so discouraged that you're going to be tempted to walk away. Because I guarantee you that the enemy was right there on Saturday gloating. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I won. I won. All your hopes are dashed. And I find that I have to go through those things in my life. I get those places where everything seems dark. It seems like darkness is winning. And I don't get it. And I have to hold on to a verse that we read in Romans 8 in our Sunday school today. That God works all things out for the good of those who love Him. But you know what? The reason He wrote that is because you need it. Because there are going to be days where you don't understand it. You're going to be like, this doesn't make sense. Again, if you're in that place, it's totally normal. As a matter of fact, it's part of the process that God's going to take you through. He took the first disciples through it when Jesus was laying in the grave on Saturday. But as you've heard, Sunday's coming. Let's read the last verse in that. Romans chapter 6, verse 5. Since we have been united with Him in His death, we will also be raised to life as He was. We will also be raised to life in his, as He was. But catch that. Since you've been united with Him in His death. Have you been united with Him in His death? If you haven't been united with Him in His death, you know what today is for you? Today is a day that you put on nice clothes. You look pretty. Some of you, anyway. Not all of you. And you eat some nice food, right? Most of you are going to gather with family. And it's fun. Some of your family's annoying, but most of it's fun. You get together. You hang out. It's a nice day outside. It's like not too cold, but not too hot. The sun's out. I mean, it's, it just, it's so nice. And God's pointing you to something. He's pointing you to hope that's found in Him. But hear this. If you don't trust Him enough to die and to say, God, you have my life, He is not going to raise you up because you never put yourself in His place. And all that we get is what we're experiencing right now. And even the goodness that we're experiencing right now has come from Him. But there's a day coming where we don't get to have a foot on this side and a foot on this side. We're either with Him completely or we are completely away from Him. Right now, you are in the in-between place. Scripture declares that God sends rain on both the righteous and the wicked. He gives you good things whether you've laid down your life to Him or not. But the day is coming. And for you, it could be today. You may meet Him today. 
You must choose. Will I be fully in His presence? And when you are fully in His presence, you are, you are leaving the flesh behind. You are no longer going to struggle inside of yourself with good and evil and doing things that hurt yourself and hurt others. It's all going to be gone. The tears are going to be wiped away. And you are going to know joy eternally. But if you... This is so serious. If you don't choose that then what happens is even the good things that you experience right now that all come from the hand of the Lord. Some people say, I can't believe in a God, there's too much evil. God is the only reason there is any good. And there's coming a day when He's going to be removed and the person who said, sorry, can't believe in you because there's too much evil, that is all they will know is evil. That is it. No good whatsoever. That is the way that God has designed it. That may sound bleak, but it doesn't have to be. Because all you've got to do, you don't have to earn anything. You just say, Jesus, I'm yours. And when you say that, and you lay down your life, and you mean it, He sends His Holy Spirit to fill you and empower you to walk it out. But just like Jesus, as He's standing there before death, there's a struggle. There's a struggle that says, Oh, I want to, but I don't you got to push through. you got to be like Jesus and say, your will, not mine. And I want to tell you something. Every time I've made that choice where there was the struggle and I said, God, okay, I don't know how this is going to turn out. And, and to be honest with you, I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous about it. I'm a little nervous if I'm going to be able to endure this. And I stepped forward. I have never, ever regretted it. Every time. Every time that I have doubted God and said, uh, you know, I read through and you allowed some people to suffer in here. I just, I just, I don't know. I think I'm going to go this way and, you know, just kind of skirt around. Every time. This is ugly. It never fulfills. It was always an illusion that the enemy put before me. Every time. I'm begging you. <laughs> Trust Him. If you've never trusted Him, trust Him today. And if you've trusted Him and you're in the middle of Saturday, I just want to say keep trusting Him. Sunday's coming. The day where you will be raised to new life and you will be with Him eternally. And tell others, okay? Don't just keep it to yourself. Tell others, Sunday's coming. Tell them what God's prepared for you. Jesus, thank You.